0: Hello, and welcome to the fourth episode of the podcast, which I've decided to call Let's Get Sexy. just seemed like an easy name to go with and hadn't been taken yet, so that's why I have decided to call it that. I wanted to leave room for me to read some other stories after we've got through Lesbian Slave Island, assuming we get to the end. uh, That's my goal at the moment. Obviously, when you're recording a podcast... You don't know how good you're going to be at keeping on going, but hopefully this continues to be an enjoyable way to spend my afternoons. Fit and Trim, the author of Lesbian Slave Island, I have been in contact with them. I sent them an email through the Literotica contact form. There's a way you can contact the author on there through an official channel. And they received my message and got back to me and said, whoa, hang on, don't podcast this yet. And I was curious why they had said yet rather than just forbidding me to do this altogether. So I asked them what their reservations were and they got back to me. And it turns out that they are, well, they were reticent to let me continue with this and publish the podcast to the general public because they're working on editing the story and getting it published officially as as I assume a, a book, possibly paper copy or uh, e-book, I did ask them, but they didn't get back to me about that specific point. So we had a bit of a back and forth, and I just explained why I was interested in doing the story as it is, rather than waiting to do a podcast of the full published version, which I think is probably going to be significantly longer and more difficult to put into episodes and i think also misses the raw creativity of somebody who's just getting their sexy ideas down on paper and writing as they go and i think once i'd explained it all they kind of got where i was coming from and so they have given me permission to continue they wanted me to plug the upcoming official release of it which i'm happy to do so as soon as we get information about an official publication being released We'll certainly link to that even if it's afterwards i'm in contact with the author so i can add a little episode at the end a little mini update to give that information i have also asked them if they'd be willing to do an interview on the podcast to talk directly about you know reasons for writing it provisionally they're up for it so i said i'd let them know when i get towards the end because i think that would be a nice way to wrap up the series with an interview with the author I think also one of their big concerns was that people might plagiarise the story. I, I don't think that that's something that needs to be worried about, especially not if this is just your first draft and you're going to come back and put in some heavy editing work, which it sounds like they're going to do. These ideas are yours. They come from inside your brain and you're the only one who can really flesh them out effectively. So I wouldn't wouldn't worry about that. I think I've managed to put their mind at ease about it. Essentially, the way they've written the story, and this is interesting because I think it ties into one of the goals of this podcast which is to examine the way that the narrative develops as it flows from the mind but they explain that they've used the panzer approach when you just write with no outline at the beginning you just write chapter by chapter with a vague goal and so their kind of vague idea was just to have an island dedicated to lesbian bdsm and the fulfillment of lisa's fantasies so that's and you can see how that manifests itself as we've experienced it in the first few episodes anyway that's i don't want to waffle on any more about my interactions with the author but just to say that i have heard from them and we have managed to get permission to go ahead so anyway look out for their official publication when that comes out and i'll certainly update you as and when we get the information to do that So let's go and look at some of the details about Chapter 4, subtitle, Entering a New Era. And this has got a red H tag next to it, which I'm going to assume stands for hot. As in, this is a hot chapter with lots of interest from readers. Uh, It was released on the 13th of the 9th, 2011, so more than a decade ago, but actually not too much time in between chapter three and chapter four. Sometimes it's a whole year. This is just a few months. So it looks like things are ramping up in in terms of writing. And maybe that's a good sign. Maybe this is a sign that the author is, and Trim is really getting into the flow of things a little bit. And I guess that's kind of the point of the panzer approach. So the story has a 4.5 rating on Literotica. It's had 111.7 views, which I think is another decrease. Um, But I think that's probably going to be the case throughout as the readership narrows. People move on with their lives, don't they, in a few months, if you've been edging for all that time. That's a tough thing to have to hold in. It's had 48 likes, which is pretty good, good ratios. And there's eight comments to look forward to at the end. Just to recap a little bit about the previous episode. So we had the explanations of some of Lisa's hottest fantasies. We had both the stool fantasy, which we got to experience a little bit of, uh, alongside Lisa and the uh, two sisters. And we also had a bit of an explanation of the chariot fantasy, the ultimate fantasy in in Lisa's head so far. But as Sasa said at the end of the last chapter, and this is where I'll kind of lead off from... I bet we can come up with even more ultimate fantasies. And I'm sure they can. So let's see if they do. Let's crack straight into chapter four. My owners, my perfect owners, Mistress Satter, yes, your slave girl loves it. Even more ultimate fantasies made real would be incredible. Oh, how I submit and surrender to you utterly. Please own me totally. I am your property. I'm owned." Eyebrows raised in a pleading expression. I shamelessly, or shamefully, I don't know which, revealed to you all my sensual longings. I blushed and looked down again. humiliated to look into their eyes, only to see my wantonly revealed shaved loins, open to clear view with legs spread widely apart. This aroused me even more. I thrust my hips forward lustfully. My owners, I will reveal to you all my depraved and wild desires. I wrote some fantasies down in a journal, and drafted a slave-girl owner manual. What's mine is now yours. i never told anyone about them before. I looked at Helen, my lover, because I'd kept this from her too but she only smiled and asked me where these personal writings are. I gulped, realising all my inhibitions, on their and my part, would be gone once they read these deep, private desires. They would also find my collection of BDSM toys and tools, and these would of course be used on me. This I both longed for, and feared. In the bedroom closet, in a brown box inside the blue suitcase, I whispered. Helen jumped up to grab the box. Sasa stood and stepped up to me, placing her left hand on my bare right thigh, close to my open, steaming loins. "'You are so hot, slave girl,' whispered Sasa. "'We will enjoy you.' "'Yes, my owner, please use me. I am yours for your total pleasure.' I could not look into her eyes as I said it, but I did gaze directly into her clear eyes when I finished uttering those submissive words. I shuddered as she stared directly back into my eyes. Sassa and Helen are both beautiful, and in Sassa's eyes I could see an extra level of clear intent use me thoroughly. This, her proximity, and the feel of her hand near my open, intimate parts were almost overwhelming. Sassa smiled confidently. I will so totally use you, my sex slave. I found myself smiling back in a way that communicated I wanted this. Sassa's hand moved down my thigh, then up to lightly touch my labia. Then I gasped as her finger inserted. Deeper it went, and then pulled out and lifted. How soaking wet are you, my sensual girl? She smiled excitedly. I saw the moisture on her finger. Helen returned to see me suck my moisture off her finger. I took her entire finger into my mouth. Helen smiled intimately into Sassa's eyes as Sassa turned to look at the box. They exchanged a silent communication that showed me their sisterly warmth and excitement over their shared new toy. Me. As for me, sucking Sassa's finger and seeing their silent communication was a thrill that I felt deep within my lust-raised body. I blushed as they took out the whips and clips, including butterfly jewellery clips, the two phalluses and two sizes of anal plugs, a collar, chains and a leash. Helen looked at me in amazement as she also pulled out little weights to clip to the chains, wrists and ankle cuffs, body paint, a bondage magazine and two lesbian slave girl novels and to my greatest emotion, my journal of erotic dreams, including the draft Slave Girl Owner Manual. Sassa breathed that I was obviously really into this, and totally meant what I said. They looked at me with new understanding as I blushed deeply. Lovely blush, Lisa, my love, smiled Helen, causing me to blush even more. You know we're going to use all this and more on you, slave, Sassa told me directly. I nodded and bowed my head. Yes, my owners, your slave property understands. "'You own me totally, and it is expected. "'I submit to any and all of your desires totally.' "'Good slave girl,' oozed Helen, "'almost as if to a pet, as she caressed my hair approvingly. "'Yes, a good slave girl who must totally obey, "'because we actually own her. "'Wow, it's exciting,' smiled Sassa, "'who followed her older sister's lead, "'but went a step further by caressing my right breast instead of my head. "'Her hand slid slowly down to feel my tight abs.' "'stopping and resting just below my belly button. "'Helen watched this movement intently, "'then looking up to her sister's eyes again, "'smiling and nodding approvingly. "'Sasa smiled back, and then, looking down again, "'slid slowly down, rubbed my loins with her open hand. "'I thrust against her palm and moaned. "'Sasa then raised her open, slick palm to my lips. "'I licked and kissed them free of my own juices "'as the sisters watched this submissive and sensual act "'by their slave-girl.' Helen sat down and opened the journal. First, she read through some of my ideas for erotic discipline, including the whippings. Wooden pony torture, nipple and labia clips, the denial of orgasms to keep me minusly lust-crazed. Sassa wanted to know about the wooden pony, which I explained was a raised board or upside-down V-shaped object upon which the slave girl sat bound, with her loins pressed on the top. The sex slave could be leaned backwards to be utterly displayed and toyed with, or sat straight up with arms above or behind. With arms above, she could be whipped more easily. In the slave manual, they took turns eagerly reading aloud parts, especially chapters such as 1. Recommendation at the start of a new slave ownership discipline her, ideally wrist restrained at ceiling, ankles tied wide apart, and alternatively whipped and sensuously toyed with in order to 1. Associate whipping with arousal and 2. Make the slave ownership feel deeply real to both owner and slave. 2. Ideas for domination slash submission, proofs of utter submission, obedience to wishes and whims and orders, desire to please and arouse owners. 3. Ideas for erotic humiliation, not being allowed to eat with hands, being hand-fed out of bowls, going to the bathroom outdoors while owners watch, kneeling on the floor while owners dine at table, licking owners' fingers and feet to thank them and beg for things dancing, exercising very hard and long under the whip, being sweaty with skin glistening while others are nicely clean and fully dressed, being made to garden in the hot sun, sweaty and muddy, while owners are sitting in the shade sipping cool drinks, made to wear a large hoop nose ring sometimes, body paint, and writing with words such as property of, with collar and leash, ankle and wrist cuffs, and rings for chaining to posts, serving nude and decorated, when female friends and sisters visit. 4. Principal guidelines for behaviours such as using body and erotic situations to keep owners aroused, being trained to behave in certain ways upon command. 5. Love and romance, times for tender romance and love, and leisure times. 6. Owner's obligation to take care of the slave mentally, emotionally and physically, including health checks, etc. Seven. Serving. Sexual for owners. Satisfaction, for example, orally. Sensuality, for example, giving baths to owners. And also mundane, such as dishes, cleaning, and laundry. Wow, said Sasa after a pause. This is so erotic. You are so sensual, Lisa, praised Helen. Thank you, my owner, I whispered, starting to shake visibly. My voice also shook as I said. I'm afraid, But more than being scared, I want all this. These are my dreams. Helen noticed my strong emotion and caressed first my hair, then my shoulder, smiling with empathy. Her eyes went lower, her hands following as she then caressed my chest and abs. She walked behind me to caress my naked back and butt as Sasa smiled and began toying with my nipples. Sasa praised my nipples and tight abdomen and also my lean flatness below my belly button as she caressed these areas. As she caressed these areas, Helen announced it was time to initiate me into slavery, as recommended in the manual. My heart skipped a beat as she looked for and found something on the ceiling to chain me, a solid sturdy hook used for a chin-up bar. She held up cuffs and chains, with a bit too much of a serious expression on her face for my comfort. Helen spoke with solemnity. My slave, our slave property, my Lisa love, your dreams are coming true, really true, therefore I must begin this. Um, disinitiation, exactly as the slave owner's manual highly recommended and describes. This must be done. As you yourself have written, this will change the relationship, our relationship, to enter a new phase, under the contract terms, while the contract is in effect. As we just read in your own words, this initiation will teach us as no other way can, that we actually own you, and can do such a thing with you and teach you that you are truly owned, and that we are your mistresses, your owners. Pausing, Helen guided me over to the spot under the ceiling hook, and faced me. She stood there, She stood there, dressed, facing me, I naked and shaved, and cuffed my wrists. Locking the cuffs together, she raised them above my head. My arms stretched a bit, but not too uncomfortably, not yet anyway. As Helen slipped the chain over the hook, she stepped back. I felt very exposed, vulnerable, excited. Sasser and Helen looked my exposed body over. How do you feel, slave girl? asked my lover Helen. My owners, your slave girl is excited, feeling more and more, um, owned in this exposed position. Helen nodded. Good. Spread those ankles apart, slave girl, she said. When I obeyed, Sasser ordered, Wider still, slave. Hmm moaned sasha those hips and groin area are so lean so fit i just love that it's so thoroughly shaven mm, lovely labia there she said i blushed thrilled thank you so much my owner they both stared at my open loins i thought to add as i dreamed of my fantasies this is your property i am your slave girl my owners love those feminine muscles so in shape so lean and fit continued sasha lustfully. Your slave is most eager to please you and stay fit, and so I beg you to exercise your slave hard. I said, "Oh yes, slave girl, that's what I like." Mm, smiled Sassa, looking unflinchingly into my eyes. Helen smiled curiously. As do I, slave. You can be assured you will be driven hard. My eyes glowed as Helen's eyes met mine, knowing she knew I loved what she just said. Oh yes, I whispered, hoarse with arousal. Take me fully. I submit utterly to you as your erotic passion-slave. I am truly your property now. Then let us begin for real, Helen said, as she raised a coiled whip to my lips. Looking boldly into her eyes, I licked and kissed the whip. As she continued to hold it there, I began to give long, sensuous licks that made me feel so utterly sensuous and submissive. They looked like they loved this, and I knew they did when I saw them glance excitedly at one another as I so submissively licked the instrument the very symbol of my erotic torture and utter willing submission. Slowly she withdrew the coiled whip, having me submissively lick her hand instead as she stepped backwards. When she was far enough that her hand no longer reached my worshipping tongue, she dramatically raised the whip, releasing the coils, the tip touching down to the floor. She turned to the side to practice whipping one of the stools, my heart beat in trepidation and longing. Sasser appeared serious as her sister wielded the instrument, and I flinched whenever I heard the sound of Helen's successful strikes upon the stool. Facing me, Helen focused on my body. To my surprise, Helen stood directly in front of me, not behind, as I had imagined in my fantasies. The first lash hit my side and coiled around my middle back before I had time to think. The sharp pain, especially where the tip landed on my other side, surprised me too, inducing a yelp. Sasser said, Slave sounds more surprised than tortured. It appeared to me that Helen took this up as a challenge, and she replied, I'm just getting started, Sasa. It was kind of hot for me to feel they were talking about me, rather than to me, giving the sensation of being... property. Helen's next actions further validated my hypothesis. The next few lashes were testing her aim, and only then did she order me to count out loud and thank her for each lash. 1. Thank you, my owner. 2. Thank you, my owner. I blinked in surprise and looked in Helen's eyes. Our eyes met. Her silent answer to my expression was a hard confirmation that these would be serious whips, meant to be felt, meant to convey that, as my owner, she could whip as hard as she wished. And after all, that was exactly what I myself had recommended in the manual. Already at the count of ten, I was panting, writhing, sweating, even whimpering a bit. I was feeling the pain. Helen ceremoniously handed the whip to Sasser, who quickly and eagerly grabbed my hair to pull my head backwards. I was facing upward when I felt the whip on my lips. I moaned as I submissively kissed and licked and sucked it, and then Sassa's fingers. She stepped behind me, caressing my lashed back and still unlashed derriere. I dared not to look, but waited. I could see Helen in front of me, but she did not meet my eyes. Instead, her gaze was upon my vulnerably exposed nudity, and Sassa behind me. Suddenly I tensed but held still when I heard and felt the sharpness of the whip landing across my buttocks, the tip coiling around to hotly mark my upper thigh. I remembered to count. Eleven. Thank you, my owner. Sasa increased the intensity of these lashes to my rear. My whimpers and moans seemed to be welcomed by my owners, so I indulged in these as a release as I continued to count and thank in huskier and hoarser tones as the whipping continued. Sasa also lashed my legs and more of my back. Helen had the whip again after I counted to twenty-five. Helen then whipped me again from my front without mercy as I began to cry as well. At thirty-five I was a mess of tears, sweat, hot marks and pink lines. They each had me lick and suck the whip in their hands before they released me. I crawled to their feet and submissively licked their feet and ankles, whispering repeatedly that they totally owned me and I was their utter sex slave. My wrists were locked together behind my back as I continued my totally submissive behaviour, licking, kissing, sucking their feet, and then their hands as they sat down. I avoided looking into their eyes until I was ordered to kneel, with knees ultra-wide before them. With deference, I glanced into their eyes. Our expressions showed that we had indeed entered a new type of relationship now. I was pleased that they'd been hard on me, for it was my dream come true, yet the reality of their capabilities over me was a new feeling. I looked down at my spread loins and thighs, seeing the whip marks as well as the moisture of arousal. I am truly yours now, my owners. To be continued. The is... Oh, there we go. So, we're getting a little bit more hardcore now. I, I think if you're a reader or listener who's into whipping fantasies then i mean you've really had a treat there because that was quite a brutal whipping in my book not that i've ever been in a in a sexual whipping situation um not really my bag that kind of thing but you know each to their own that's fine not gonna not gonna judge anyone for enjoying what they enjoy that's fine you can enjoy that it is a struggle though to imagine enjoying 35 hard whips to the back, buttocks, legs, thighs. I mean, that sounds like genuine torture, you know, to the point where she's in... She's a mess of tears. I mean, is that sexy? And maybe this is more of a lesbian thing than it is a, a heterosexual thing, but um, but I don't think it's that sexy to see your partner crying. Um tears aren't a turn on to me but you know maybe that's here's the thing you know there's two fantasies going on here there's the fantasy of lisa and there's the fantasy of helen and sasa and i'm sure that both of them are you know common common things in the bdsm community to get involved in as sasa says this is so erotic or that was all caps that little bit so you, you knew she really meant it um what other little bits um i thought it was interesting that she has not only a contract but also a manual she's written up so this is not um that's that's what makes me feel a bit better about lisa's situation is that this isn't a frivolous thing that she's got into and oh no now she's realizing it's it's a bit much no 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 this this is exactly what she wanted and she's been thinking about this for a long old time she'd obviously put a lot of thought into the contract before that was drawn up and put a lot of effort into the creation and the drawing up of that contract and not only that she had a manual that she'd been working on with some pretty specific points to go through one of those point three was just a real list of ideas for erotic humiliation that just seemed to go on and on didn't it goodness gracious i mean that's that's my reaction to the story um that this is an education in what goes on behind the doors of a lesbian-slave relationship, a BDSM sex-slave relationship, something that I will never experience in my life. So, you know, it's kind of interesting to me from that perspective. Let's see what some of the commenters down below thought about it. Uh, User Ready52 says, Wow, this is really hot. I can't wait for what's next. Well, me too, and we won't have to wait too long. Uh, We have a comment from... Ah, from Mistress Silver, a regular commenter, regular reader of fit and trim stories. She says, I find their relationship more sweet and innocent than dominant and submissive. And we know that Mistress Silver is, she doesn't mess around. She's a real tough mistress. But she says to be, you know, for Lisa to be panting, writhing and sweating and whimpering a bit, feeling the pain at just the count of 10. She's like, really? Just at 10? Um, but she does say the story's getting more interesting. Uh, she's giving this chapter another five stars. We never get anything lower than a five star from Mistress Silver. I think this is obviously her thing. And I think, in a way, maybe the soft corners of the story, in, in her view, is part of the tease of the, of the narrative, you know. You don't want to go straight to hardcore torture, do you? You know, you want... I imagine you want a little bit of build-up. And it's obviously working on Mistress Silver because she's come back for a fourth chapter and waited for a a fair old few months in between. Uh, Let's have a little look. A couple of people just saying they really like it. A couple of anonymous comments. This is so good. More please. I loved it. I really loved it. More please. Um, Another anonymous comment. I'm glad you posted a new part finally. It's great, as always. Please don't keep us waiting that long for the next part again. Winky face. Somebody commenting on Mistress Silver. <laughs> Cindy 1001 says, Innocent? question mark. I agree with Mistress Silver on the innocence, but it is so endearing. At the same time, it carries lots of promises for future development. Five stars, no less. Very generous. Five stars, as we'd expect. And I think it does carry a lot of promise for future development. I think we've already seen how... writing how the narrative has developed uh, and come together so even at chapter four we've seen some of that so it's obviously going to keep continuing along that path a comment from dry hill one of the the men who reads this or at least that's he seems to be a man from his comments and his picture suggests he's a man he says thank you all caps really thankful uh, it's been well worth waiting six months for this new chapter. Excellent, as always. Thanks for a great read. Sounds like he's like a subscriber. He's getting push notifications come through on his phone when there's a new chapter come up, which is it's nice to have a fan of that dedication. I imagine he'll be first in the queue for the official publication when that comes out. Final comment from Anonymous. I have only chanced upon this story today, and I've read all parts avidly. It's extremely well written and very steamy indeed. Although not exactly my type of thing. This is one of the best stories of any genre I've read here or anywhere in a long time. Five stars and my sincere thanks, Fit and Trim. So that's that's a really nice comment there. The best story they've ever read of any genre. This is up there with the literary heavyweights. We're talking beyond Shakespeare who wasn't afraid of a bit of bawdy slap and tickle. So, very high praise indeed. Well, I hope you've enjoyed this fourth part of the story, and that you're excited for the next chapter, which will be released very soon. As always, if you want to read this story for yourself in its original format, you can find it on literotica.com, and you can search for the author Fit and Trim. That's Fit mm, and the letter N, and Trim. It's all on Word, and you can see all the stories they've written there. They've written 20 of them, 18 of which are chapters in the Lesbian Slave Island series. If you've enjoyed this, then consider donating some money on the Patreon, if there is one of those at this point. And if you haven't enjoyed it, then sorry that you didn't enjoy it. But what can I say? It's not for everyone, and it doesn't have to be. You know, if this isn't your thing, then find something else to listen to. There's plenty of stuff out there. Or maybe keep listening to it maybe that's the kind of bdsm that you're into like a podcast-based bdsm you really like to put yourself through unenjoyable listening experiences that really put your your ears through a torture chamber of sounds that seems a bit unlikely but anyway that'll do it for me and see you next time goodbye I lashed back and still unlashed derrière. I would. <laughs>